When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back here to Every Rocky Ever, a podcast dedicated to going through the history of Colorado Rockies players here as part of the Rocky Mountain Rooftop Network. I'm your host, Skylar Timmons, joined always here by my brother, Dustin. And just a caveat, we're recording this right in the wake of the Avalanche losing (laughs) Game 7 in the first round. So Dustin isn't as happy a camper as he usually is doing this. No, not at all. Yeah, tough time of it. Uh, But we're not here to talk about hockey. As always, we're here to run through our next uh, Rocky. And we put this out on a uh, poll on Twitter. And we had a couple of options. It was Seth Smith, uh, the catching tandem of Kurt Manwaring and Jeff Reed, Jason Jennings, and then just kind of just an other option. And coming in after... About 72 votes. Winning out was Mr. Late Night himself, Seth Smith. Uh, kind of one of those those cult hero Rockies uh, during his time in purple. And I guess, first and foremost, before we get into his career, what do you think of Seth Smith? When you kind of hear that name, what, what comes to your mind? I want exactly what his nickname is, Mr. Late Night, because how many times... In his five years with the Rockies, it's the bottom of the ninth. It's late in the game, shooting in the seventh inning. And they bring in that pinch hitter, swinging lefty with that short, compact swing. And, you know, getting getting something to happen. So in, in all of the Rockies, you know, clutch hitters in those from the seventh inning on, you know, Seth Smith is one of those guys. Yeah, and it's all in the name. I think Drew Goodman coined that phrase, just calling him Mr. Late Night. And when we think of Seth Smith and the Rockies, I think that Lodo Magic and Seth Smith kind of go hand in hand in that tandem. You can't talk about one without the other. And so Seth Smith won out our our poll there on Twitter. And everybody, he's he's a fan favorite of folks. And it's always good to see. And so. I'll hand it off to Dustin as always, kind of give us the, the rundown of old Gary Seth Smith. Well, he's a Mississippi boy from Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, he was actually drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks in the 48th round in the 2001 amateur draft, but uh, he didn't go on and sign with him. He actually went and was a backup quarterback at the University of Mississippi, uh, he backed up a one Eli Manning, you know, the lesser of the Manning brothers. They were both really good. But uh, Seth Smith, then he was drafted by the Rockies in the 2004 draft in the second round. And he made his major league debut September 16, 2007, you know, right when Rocktober was going on. 
have he made that debut against the Florida Marlins and went 0 for 2. And he ended up playing five years for the Rockies uh, that 2007 year. And then he was traded after the 2011 season when he was traded to the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, for a couple of guys. <laughs> Looking at these, at the, you know, it's fun to see who these guys got traded for and see how that turned out. Uh, but in January of 2012, he was traded to the Athletics for Guillermo Moscoso and Josh Altman. But Seth Smith went on to have you know, some pretty good, decent years for Oakland and then uh, went over to uh, – he pl- played for San Diego, for the Seattle, and for Baltimore. And he ended up wrapping up his career after 2017. Yeah, so kind of cool when we were looking at his stats and stuff. Lengthy career, a nice, decent length of a career, 11 years in the big leagues. And I always found it interesting that all these teams, he was always traded to the next team. Never seemed like he reached free agency. And the Rockies traded him to Oakland after the 2011 season, after probably to save a couple bucks and get a, a back into back into the rotation starter. And so they got two of them from the Oakland days after they signed him in arbitration. But overall, like, not a bad career for Seth Smith. It's not blowout numbers, but a solid, solid guy to have on your ball club. Had a couple of good years after he left the Rockies as well out there. Uh, but something that I liked out there at, at Ole Miss, a three-sport athlete, played basketball and football. Of course, baseball was an All-American his freshman year, hit 402. For his batting average, his freshman year, played in the Pan American games. And so you just look at his numbers. He was just a raw athlete across the board. And I think that's something that kind of popped up during his Rockies career, too, is just seeing kind of this pure raw athlete when he'd when he'd step up to the plate, game on the line late in the game. He was he was clutch, and that, that was something that uh, that we'll always remember him for those, you know, he got a, a taste of it there in, in 2007. He played a couple games in the, in the playoffs that year. And then 2008, he played in 67 games and, you know, had, I think we, we started to see him, you know, finding his, finding his feet there, you know, and then that 2009 season, you know, when they made another push and got into the playoffs, uh, you know, that year he, he played in 133 games. In 2009, 2010, he played 133 games each. Um, in 09, he batted 293. Um, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, he never had these stats that were just like, holy cow, that it's an all star. No, it was just, it was solid production in defensively, not. Nothing spectacular, but nothing terrible. Um, just a solid, solid guy. He, he, during those years, it was fun when we were doing our research, going back and seeing when the Rockies used to do cool productions and stuff of, of you know, getting to know their players. Uh, they, there was a the one with Domingo Ayala with him and with Seth Smith and Spilly doing a funny little segment. 
uh, when Spilly was doing those, you know, spilling the beans with, with Spilly, he had Seth Smith on there. It's kind of like, uh, you know, those, those funny things. And, and he always looked like a guy that was having a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we look at, like said, he, he's not that, oh man, this guy's like the, the superstar on a team. No, he would probably typically be that maybe third, fourth outfielder bench guy, which he was mostly a lot of that early days of his career. But it goes back to that nickname of what he kind of placed himself in Rocky's lore as Mr. Late Night. Because we look at his career, and he came up with a lot of big moments. Or at least he always seemed to be coming up in big situations. And right there in the playoffs that 2007 playoffs had a couple of two big moments for himself that kind of set up some big things in the national league or when he got first called up had five hits and eight at bats at the end near to lead out through the end of the season. So not too bad coming off the bench. Then in the playoffs, the first division series who he hits a base hit to load the bases for who comes up next. Kaz Matsui who hits a grand salami to just stun the Phillies. And then in the the what went on to be the game clincher in the championship series against the Diamondbacks, Rockies were trailing, I think, one to nothing going on into the fourth. Seth, Seth Smith hits a two-out, two-run double that then sparks a six-run inning, and the Rockies then go on to punch their ticket to the World Series. So early on in his career, he was already coming up with some kind of some key moments to extend an inning, extend, you know, pass the baton to the next guy. And that kind of became his groove and thing throughout the rest of his career. And I think it was that 2009 season, what he's best known for, his probably his best season, his career year, that and 2010 were both really good years. But in 2009, this is a pretty cool stat when I originally tweeted about Seth Smith uh, on our account. His 472 batting average as a pinch hitter in 2009 is the second highest all-time in a single season in MLB history with a minimum of 30 at-bats. Which is pretty cool to think. Right there in the record books, there's Seth Smith. is you know, His 2009 season, one of the best pinch hitter seasons in baseball history. Which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, especially after these last few years that we've had with the Rockies, you think, man, those the guy was just clutch. Mm-hmm. Especially with with those kind of stats, and you knew he was going to give you an, a competitive at bat every time, no matter what. Um, like I like I said, I just remember, you know, his demeanor at the plate, calm, collective watching the pitch and getting that one and if it is a pinch hitter that's what they say They're, you're looking for that you know that's certain pitch to you know unload you've been you've been hanging out all game you got you know amped up in the cage and you're ready to go and and especially in that season you knew he was going to do something he was, was going to put the ball in play and there was those few times when he'd have those you know i was remember that that short compact swing where he hit that ball and it just jumped off of his bat mm-hmm. he wasn't the he wasn't the home run swinger like cargo 
or the Jason Giambi type, he was, you know, the, throwing those hands to the ball and boom, putting it in a gap or seeing that, you know, he'd get those hips popped through and, and uh, right above the scoreboard, the people were already waiting for a ball. Yeah. And that maybe came as a detriment sometime later in his later Rocky years when he became a little too pull happy. But when he was on, man, he was a threat. And like you said, when he, Mr. Late Night. And the thing is, in his Rockies career, so this is just with his time with the Rockies, from innings seven through nine, he had 20 home runs and 74 RBI. And just those innings across his five seasons as a Rocky. And so that's why you can look at his advanced stats and like the clutch stats and you know his win probability added. You know, they're pretty standard middle of the road, you know, slightly like under one or under zero. But you just, when you can watch him in a game, you're like, man, this dude is clutch. He's always coming up in those big moments with the big hit. And, in doing our research, I think the one that always kept popping up, at least as a YouTube clip or a clip on MLB.com, is in 2010 when the Rockies had that huge comeback against the St. Louis Cardinals in the ninth inning. They were trailing, I believe, 9-3 in the bottom of the ninth at Coors Field, and they spark a rally. They're going. They eventually tie it at nine when, when men on the corners Who's coming up to the plate? It's none other than Seth Smith himself and just absolutely crushes one to right field to walk it off and win the game. Plenty of moments like that that we couldn't even find, but you ask fans, that's what they remember. Moments like that. Yeah, and that's, once again, part of the reason why we're doing this uh, to remember a lot of the majority of these every Rockies ever players, you know, there's not a whole lot, but it's all the nostalgia that goes with, that's connected to these names, to these players. Uh, you know, all of us as fans, we connect to certain things. And, and like we're saying, Mr. Late Night, uh, we'll always remember Seth Smith. And yeah, he didn't, he didn't hit a home run every single time, but it those against the Cardinals to walk it off. Those are ones that we're always going to remember. And when we think of Seth Smith, boom, that's what comes to our mind. Mm-hmm. And looking at his career stats with the Rockies, no, 275 average, 348 on base, 485 slugging, had 51 home runs and 181 RBIs. And then you look into that, half of his home runs coming in the last th- three innings. For the Rockies, now probably even close to half of his RBIs coming in that last third. And to do all that in the five seasons in Colorado, not necessarily always as a starter. A lot of time coming in as a pinch hitter, uh, a late substitution for his bat. He was kind of the epitome of that bench bat that the Rockies have been missing over the years. Of a guy who can come in and you know he's going to give you a competitive at bat late in the game and pretty, pretty cool guy. And he was always remembered by the fans and over there on Twitter, there's some of the fans that you know, were sharing their thoughts on Seth Smith. 
uh, on the original post. You know, Mark Stout working with AT&T Sportsnet, talking about how uh, Seth Smith once almost hit for a cycle in spring training and just kind of downplayed it. I think he had a three-run homer, a double, and a single, and then they took him out of the game. And they're like, oh, man, you could have gotten a single. And kind of that humble, uh, you can tell this is a guy from Mississippi, from the South, just kind of downplayed it humbly, like, it's spring training, what does it matter, type of thing. And so we always appreciate Mark Stout. And people are remembering him being the the quarter backup quarterback to Eli Manning. And so at one point the Rockies had both backup quarterbacks to the Manning brothers here on the on the roster. Uh Jared Rago over on Twitter says a great Rocky who is clutch and exciting to watch. Michael Solomon uh just simply calls him a, a badass. <laughs> but we paid him peanuts on one year's deals and he got paid somewhere else, uh, which it's kind of the, the name of the game for the Rockies sometimes. <laughs> Other folks just saying favorite player just has a game used bat, a legend. And had some other fans mentioning how they met his dad, who would come to a bunch of games. And you know, just the nicest guy. always come, When he was playing in the minor leagues, met his dad, who was always there, came to all of his son's games. And another one. We have kind of sums this up entirely. This is Nate Roberts over on Twitter. says, I can't say I have a specific memory, though home runs down the right field line come to mind. I just remember the confidence I had in him coming off the bench to pinch to pinch it. One of my favorite all-time Rockies. And that's really what sums up Seth Smith. Really nice, simple, humble guy, but he had all the confidence in the world in him. Oh, yeah, and, and we miss him. Uh, but it was good to see because he continued doing that mm-hmm. long, uh, when he went to Oakland uh, with Seattle and, and the Orioles. It was, it's always good seeing some of these these phases. Yeah, it's sad when they leave. You know, either they're traded or it was time to move on. But, you know, he did he did it the right way with the Rockies. And it was go- always good to see on SportsCenter, you know, MLB network seeing a highlight with Seth Smith attached to it because you know, that's what he did for us. And he was able to have a lot of those moments as well with the Seattle fans, the Oriole fans, the A's fans. Mm-hmm. And we just, uh, I think the Rockies need to go back into looking for those dual sport athletes again. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're them backup quarterbacks at yeah, who- that a little. Who was backing up uh, the other, what was it, Archie Manning or whatever Manning? Yeah. Now, who's his backup quarterback? For real. Yeah, something. It, so hopefully, hopefully they can figure something out. But uh, from our from our research, it looks like Seth Smith, you know, his post-professional career is still staying involved with some sports and uh, coaching coaching softball yeah he's a, he's an assistant softball coach uh, where he lives in madison mississippi still in the madison ridgeland academy where he his all three of his kids you know attend and i think he's coaching his oldest daughter there on the softball team so uh, made the transition over to coaching and it's living his life living the best life out in mississippi uh, that's what we 
love to see those guys just doing their continue to just go back and do their thing. That's the crazy thing with baseball players. They can have you know, a decent long career, 10 years of success, and then just kind of go off the radar. So speaking of just kind of live their life and be living with their family and stuff is always cool to see. But let's well, Smith. I always just remember that's one last thing. The most distinctive thing was just he had the biggest eyebrows. Like they were just thick old caterpillars on his eyes. <laughs> this is what I always remember him. Had those big old eyebrows. And then just also thinking, I talked about this to you before. Of I don't know if I ever heard him speak. Like those videos we watched. Yeah, it was it was real short responses, short and sweet. You know that stern look on his face. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool to see him paired with with Ryan Spillboards of Spilly in both of those videos. You could kind of tell they were probably goofing off on the bench all the time because they were all part of that young group coming up around the same time. And so, on the field, just the nice, quiet type. But man, I would have oh, yeah. loved to to get to know him more. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Late Night says Smith, one of our favorites, you know, a kind of a, a cult classic hero, the folk heroes in Rocky's history. Like you said, it was cool to see he was still able to just keep doing his thing after he left Colorado and just didn't change who he was. He was still Mr. Late Night everywhere he went, delivering big hits, the game on the line. You could trust Seth Smith to go up and, and give you a good at bat and then rope one down the right field line for a walk-off dinger. Good times. Yeah, and that was that was one of the last guys with a with a you know one of those great nicknames as well. Yeah. You know, the, the those years, the Rocktober years, there were some good ones. There were some really good ones. And you know, Seth Smith, he he's the owner of of one of them, Mr. Late Night. Mm-hmm. So, and we did reach out to him. So hopefully if he does respond, by the time you hear this, I'll have been able to either talk to him or have some response from him. Uh, we tried, but we'll try better <laughs> to get some of those guys because it'd be awesome to talk to some of these folks and you know, just get more of their thoughts because we can only do so much. And but we appreciate everybody hanging out with us and continue to share their thoughts and supporting, supporting the podcast and interacting with us. It's good stuff. It's cool to see some of the excitement growing among folks and you know, kind of their interactions and you know, their feedback and just checking out the show and listening to Dustin. Well, it's, it, it's fun too, to try to create this community within the, the general Rockies community. You know, you know, these um, talking about, you know, getting your interaction out there, throwing a comment of, you know, one of those players you'd like to 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 hear about. Um, if there's any special experiences that you've had, and also, you know, there's a lot of former Rockies, and there's guys that were like, well, we could talk like five minutes about them, and so that's one of those things we're trying to see what kind of groups can we pair together to cover. Uh, you know, we had the the catching tandem of Kurt Manwaring and Jeff Reed that we will that we'll be getting to. Um, but what are the, some of those other guys? Those combinations, maybe we've thought, you know, the, the guys with the best nicknames and uh, a certain year's bullpen 
guys, you know, pairing a couple of closers together. Uh, the, you know, those, those guys that were, you know, one great season and then see ya. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so we're in the works of, of getting this and get you, getting you guys some more content and some more episodes. <laughs> yeah. And so we'll just keep on trucking along as best we can. And as always, you can follow us over on Twitter of at every Rocky ever. And you can always go through the whole history and see every former Rocky. Uh, I believe the most recent former Rocky is Jose Urania and then some others. Some some other moves will be made by the time you hear this. Uh, but you can always check us out there and reach out to us over there. Let us know your thoughts. And then you can also follow Rocky Mountain Rooftop, Rocky MTN Rooftop for all our other needs for all your other podcast needs We've got our other shows affected by altitude uh, the pebble report podcast which goes through the minor leagues for the previous month running things down because the minors are a lot more exciting at the moment for colorado rockies fans and then you can find me at sideline underscore crowd i do all kinds of writing and make jokes over there on twitter then you can follow dustin at mr t spanish he's not as active on there yeah, on the Twitter's not so much, but on the TikToks and the Instagrams, doing uh, my Spanish teacher stuff and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while you can find some old, go hunt down his old videos of him cooking Spanish food or just different kinds of foods, cultural foods. Or uh, kicking bottles into trash cans, doing uh, classroom <laughs> trick shots. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Also, I'll throw this up there. There on that bottom. We we also have a for Rocky Mountain rooftop. We do have a T-shirt at the moment. It's a classic Bud Blackism of that's baseball a silhouette. It's pretty good. You can find that at Rocky Dash Mountain Dash Rooftop dot MySpreadShop.com. We'll have a link. We can put that in the in the description. You can also find it over on our on the Rocky Mountain rooftop podcast feed or the Twitter feed. It's pretty good. You can get it on a mug, hoodie, sweater, t-shirt. It's good stuff. I think I have one in at home. So, but I think that's going to do it here for this edition of Every Rocky Ever. Pretty short one, but not much more we can say about Mr. Light Knight. Just like him, he's a pretty straight and forward dude. All about one thing, hitting dingers, late in games, being clutch. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> so that'll do it. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Skyler, and that's Dustin, and this has been Every Rocky Ever. We'll see you next time. Adios. Farewell.